This year, together, we have celebrated some great moments in the life of Crossroads. This has happened despite the challenges of a worldwide pandemic, and we want to give God the glory for all He has been doing. In January of this year, we were part of a prayer initiative called Bless Every Home, in which we joined other churches in our area to pray by name for everyone in the Evansville area. In February, we were challenged to change the lives of over 200 families in Africa during our Transform a Village Child Sponsorship Initiative. Crossroads, you came through and pledged to support over 225 children in Kenya. In February, we also hosted our first teaching night aimed at helping our church family understand the importance of dependence on God through an active prayer life and establishing healthy spiritual rhythms. 150 youth and 60 volunteers came together for the weekend, a spiritual retreat for youth in our community, during which they learned to share their testimony with others by telling their God story in 30 seconds or less. March saw the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. Crossroads took part in addressing the needs of impacted people in our community and around the world. $150,000 was raised and distributed as part of the citywide Need a Neighbor campaign. This campaign completed 1,130 projects with the help of over 100 volunteers from Crossroads. In April, we came together with 15 churches in the Evansville area and celebrated Easter together in the parking lot of Eastland Mall. We launched YouTube channels for Crossroads kids and youth as all of our church gatherings went online. Through Crossroads Online Campus, we have been able to worship together as a church family while being scattered throughout our community. Small groups, Bible studies, and leadership development all moved online as we took advantage of technologies like Zoom and Facebook groups. On Monday nights, we began hosting Community Conversation Live on Facebook in order to give our church family a chance to chat with our pastors and other leaders as we looked more closely at the messages from the weekends. Though our physical campuses were closed for in-person services, we were still making an impact. We hosted a YMCA summer day camp and a blood drive for the Red Cross. The Crossroads Counseling Center provided free counseling for frontline workers impacted by the pandemic. We also participated in 40 days of fasting and prayer as we sought God's direction for the coming year. And this culminated in an awesome evening of worship and prayer on the patio outside our cafe. As in-person services have started back up, we continue to love our neighbors by placing a high priority on operating safely and within the guidelines of our local health and government officials. This summer, on the west side of Evansville, our West Campus began meeting at the 11th Avenue Park as a way to gather their church family in one place while ministering to their local community. Concerning the gospel spreading outside of the Evansville community, three church plants that Crossroads has significantly partnered with to be launched have now become self-sufficient, both in leadership and financially, in Kyoto, Japan, Brooklyn, New York, and Simi Valley, California. 
Momentum Yes, an online training tool that engages believers in taking their next steps in God's mission, was developed here at Crossroads and is bearing fruit worldwide as it is being adopted by ministries across the globe. Within the last few weeks, Crossroads commissioned Travis and Rochelle Guffey as they are sent to minister as part of Team Expansion, one of our mission partners in Paris, France. Throughout the year, we have continued to learn what it means to live and love like Jesus by studying the book of John verse by verse. Along the way, 35 people have been baptized, accepting Jesus as their Lord and Savior. There is no doubt that 2020 has had its challenges, but as we look back over the past 11 months, we can see that God has been at work. It is a privilege to be able to come together as one family, whether in the church building or in a living room, to celebrate and thank Him for all of His provisions and blessings. Amen. Amen. Well, whether you're worshiping with us online or at our West Campus or here in Newburgh, thanks for joining us for Vision Sunday. We really want to celebrate what God has been doing this entire year. What a year 2020 has been, right? Last weekend, Ross Langson mentioned a familiar phrase that 20, hindsight is always 2020. I'm sure all of us are ready for 2020 to be in the hindsight, right? Let's just move on, right? Well, before we kind of turn the page into this new year, I just want to encourage you to take some time to think about how God has been at work in your life personally, maybe in your family. And also we celebrate the ways that God has been up to, uh, what, all the ways he's been working here amongst us at Crossroads. And what a great week to be thankful, right? So I want to do just that. I want to thank God for all the ways he's been at work. Would you join me in prayer? God, thank you for being God. Lord, uh, a worldwide pandemic does not stop your kingdom moving forward. And we acknowledge that this morning. We acknowledge that you are in control, you're sovereign, and you are at work in our lives, in our family, God, in this church, in your church, God. And we ask you to continue to show us, continue to show us what you're up to so that we can worship you, but also so that we can join you, God. Thank you for sending your son Jesus as our Savior, as our Lord. Thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit to empower us to live this life that you've called us to, a life that brings you glory, a life that reflects the the image of your son, Jesus, and a life that impacts the world around us by being salt and light. And God, we pray as we wrap this year up and head into the next year, God, that you would continue to show your faithfulness. You've been faithful in the past, God. You have been faithful in this moment, God. You will continue to be. And we thank you most of all for showing that mostly by sending your son, Jesus, as our Savior and your Lord. And it's in his name that we pray right now. Amen. You know, we celebrate what God has been up to in the midst of Crossroads Christian Church. But for the majority of our time this morning, we actually want to talk about where we sense God leading us in the coming year. This time last year on Vision Weekend in 2019, we shared with you the direction that God had been laying on our hearts for Crossroads to live and to love like Jesus. And this strong commitment to helping every person who calls Crossroads home know Jesus as Lord and Savior, to have a, a deep personal relationship with him, and to love the world around them, so to make a difference in the world around them, that is becoming clearer and clearer. We continue to work on a discipleship roadmap that will hopefully bring clarity to what it looks like to truly live the way Jesus lived and love the way Jesus loved. 
We hope to roll that out in 2020, and I'm grateful that there's still a month and a half, and we're really, really close to the end result of being able to share that with you. And we hope that that'll bring clarity how that you personally can engage in this mission and live in love like Jesus. In fact, in 2021, our sermon series are not going to be just on one book of the Bible. It was real tempting to pick up right where we left off and to visit the other four books that the Apostle John has written, like 1st and 2nd, 3rd John and Revelation. But we're not going to do that. We'll get to some of the other books of the Bible in 2021. And one of the series that we're going to focus on is unpacking this roadmap, how you and I can live in love like Jesus personally. This mission continues to be cemented into everything we do, and it brings guidance about where we're going in the future. Earlier this summer, during the early days of COVID-19, we ask you to join us in 40 days of fasting and praying about the future direction for God's church here at Crossroads. And during these days, our elders and our leadership team met regularly to ask that question, God, what are you doing at Crossroads? God, what do you want to do at Crossroads? We ended those 40 days of purpose, our 40 days of prayer with a in-person worship service. It was actually our first in-person worship service on June 19th after spending many months worshiping online. And over those days of fasting and prayer, we began to see some things become very clear about the future of Crossroads Christian Church, about the type of people God wants us to be. And it, and it bubbled up some convictions. I wanted to share a few of those this morning. First of all, we want to be people who love our neighbors as God loves us. That means we advocate for the dignity of each person and we work to see them restored to God's design. We want to people, be a people who prioritize prayer. We regard prayer as essential to our mission as breathing is to living. We want to be people who commission everyone who is in Christ, which means we affirm and recognize that everyone in Christ has been gifted, empowered, called, and commissioned as ministers where they are. And we also want to be people who put the kingdom first. We seek God's kingdom by working collaboratively with others, pursuing Christ's mission where he sends us. And these convictions are being integrated into what God is doing at Crossroads. Also during this time, we began to dialoguing about how to best live out this mission of living and loving like Jesus. And we recognize that our current organizational structure could be more helpful in addressing where we felt God leading us in the future by living out some values. And the first value was um, a clearer alignment, higher empowerment, and better stewardship. These three values began guiding our conversations and it led to a creation of a new organizational structure as well as some next steps for us as a congregation that I wanna share with you today. Let me speak about these three values for a little bit. First of all, the value of alignment. Alignment to us means arranging our staff structure and ministry uh, departments to represent the goals of this mission. If we're serious about living and loving like Jesus, then all of our energy, effort, and teamwork needs to point to this to increase collaboration and effectiveness. To do so, we established three teams, operations, formation, and mobilization. And these three teams will help us work toward the mission in a clear way by arranging our staff teams. An executive team will provide leadership for these three primary areas, an executive director of operations, executive director of formation, and an executive director of mobilization. 
And within each of these three teams, there will be a leader who will report directly to the executive director over some specific ministry teams. Let me unpack these three teams for just a moment because I think it should bring clarity about how serious we are about this mission God's called us to. First, this formation team. The formation team is responsible for facilitating the formation of our body into people who live like Jesus. This is a new arrangement of three primary drivers for helping people live like Jesus. Connections, growth, and worship. The connections team is responsible for connecting people of all ages to community for the purpose of formation. Through first-time engagement, through groups, through care, and through shepherding. Under this team are things like our first impressions ministry, small groups, pastoral care, support groups, even our counseling ministry. The growth team is responsible for facilitating growth or formation of along a pathway for people of all ages, from kids to adults. Underneath this team are all of our age group ministries, kids, youth, men's, women's, seniors, young adults. All ages under one team that are working together for a common purpose, for us to live like Jesus. The worship team is responsible for building a culture of worship and prayer for all ages by pursuing the presence of God. It is directed to helping people of all ages understand who God is and encounter him through worship, through spiritual practices, through prayer. Our kids, our youth worship and adult worship are all under this umbrella. As you can see, all three of these teams are, include all ages. We want there to be a common philosophy and a common process of moving toward fullness in Christ. I'm going to be serving along as being the lead pastor as the director of the formation team. Now let's talk a little bit about the mobilization team. Well, the mobilization team is responsible for mobilizing our body to love like Jesus, where they live, where they work, and where they're called to serve. And this team consists of our local and global outreach and two newly formed teams, which we're calling missional living and kingdom initiatives. Let me unpack these three teams under mobilization. Our local and global teams are responsible for nurturing healthy, mutual, and expanding relationships with local and global organizations or ministries for the purpose of learning and serving together. Crossroads has a rich history of deep, significant, kingdom-minded partnerships, both here in our own community and across the world, that we resource, that we partner with, as well as that we learn from as we try to build God's kingdom together. The missional living team is responsible for helping every person at Crossroads live on mission through serving others inside and outside the walls. It's, the, it's designed to help all of us figure out how to spend our life well living on mission with God, where we work, where we live, even where we play. Our Kingdom Initiatives team is responsible for helping expand God's kingdom through exploration, creation, and multiplication of ministry strategies to better help us reach and disciple others. Our West Campus team and our online campus team are current examples of what it looks like for us organizationally to mobilize, to find new ways and adopt new strategies of reaching people right where they are. This side of our structure is, is the newest and it will be fleshed out more in the near future with open positions posted and filled as soon as possible. 
I hope it's obvious to everybody how serious we are about chasing this mission of living and loving like Jesus and how this new structure brings clearer arrange, alignment around the mission that God has given us. We believe that formation and mobilization can't happen separate from each other. We want them to be welded together. We describe it like having a right leg and a left leg in walking. If your right leg is really strong and you're missing a left leg, it's going to be difficult to walk. And so we want our, our organization, our, our body to be chasing formation and mobilization. In fact, we say formation for mobilization. That's a way to remind us that these two are inseparable. Mark Whited is going to be serving as the director, executive director of our mobilization team. And finally, last but certainly not least, is our operations team. They are responsible for providing systems and support to best launch our church into the world as we serve like Jesus. It looks similar to our existing structure and includes IT and communications, HR, facilities, and finance. Aaron Musgrave is going to serve as our executive director of operations. And if you want to see like who's doing what and how these teams all work together, I'd encourage you to check out our website. You can go to cccgo.com forward slash staff. You can see who's responsible for what and how they all work together a little bit more. That's the value of alignment. Now let me talk a little bit about the value of empowerment. Empowerment is challenging, educating, and helping people to be equipped and engaged in ministry and in mission. It's what scripture calls the priesthood of all believers, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. And this value actually changes how we want to do ministry in the future. I'm not going to use the word new because it, this way of ministry goes all the way back to when the church was established. We know that the early church was led by people that God called to serve on mission with him. But over the centuries since, we have formalized and even clericalized roles and responsibilities and positions within a, a church structure. We've often compensated people and given them titles to fulfill these responsibilities. And the downside of that is that it creates a way too big chasm between two groups of people, people that are called clergy and people who are called laity. I don't even like those titles, and we hope to never use those because we all represent God's body, one body. In fact, that's what it looks like when Jesus says, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But I would propose to you that one of the ways the church has been hindered in this generation is that we have a bunch of people sitting around watching just a few people do the work of God. We want to understand that every person has been created, saved, called, and gifted to minister, that we are all sent on mission. It's what Paul teaches should happen when he writes to the Ephesians church these words, Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 13. This is from the New Living Translation. Now these are the gifts that Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son, that they will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. We truly believe and value every person who's been created in the image of God and firmly believe that they have so much to contribute to what God is doing in the world around us, to his mission. 
And so therefore, we created a structure that would increase the level of engagement and empowerment of every person who calls Crossroads home, not just the staff. This is not just the work of the newly formed missional living team, but the way that we should all be doing ministry by engaging and empowering others. So this new structure has broader responsibilities and roles, way more than any one person could ever accomplish on their own. And there will always be more work to do than any one person can do. So it requires our staff to grow as leaders as we mobilize and awaken every person at Crossroads to their calling. We entrust them with responsibility and we empower them with authority to make decisions and to move forward with ownership. All this is an open invitation as well as a challenge to every person who calls Crossroads home to step off the pew and into the game. We want to engage you in what God is doing and the mission he's called us to as a congregation by helping you identify the gifts, the talents, the passions that he has given you and find ways that you can invest these into helping others come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and feeling his love in tangible ways. Early 2020, we launched 10 different leadership ministry teams for the purpose of engaging the congregation into the leading of this congregation. And those, some of those teams have been around historically, like our finance team. It's an assembly of a great group of men and women who are passionate and gifted in the area of finance, and they help steward the resources God's blessed Crossroads with, as well as make financial decisions about where we're going. Also, our outreach team has often given lots of great direction, a group of men and women who are called by God to use those gifts and talents to move God's kingdom forward by local partnerships and global partnerships. But we also have areas like our facilities team. It's a newly formed team that gives people opportunity who would never feel comfortable standing up here on the stage preaching a sermon or singing a song. And maybe you don't even feel great with your own kids, so you wouldn't want to be trapped back in one of the children's program rooms, right? This gives you opportunity to use the gifts and talents God's given you to serve others. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's cleaning. Or maybe like me, you just need some time to clear your mind every once in a while. That time usually comes for me when I mow the yard. I'm out there thinking. I'm out there clearing my mind. It's some alone time that I cherish. Well, maybe you need some alone time. We have plenty of acreage here at the Newburgh campus, and we have equipment to offer you to come and spend just a couple of hours. You don't have to mow the whole yard, but if you took a little section, it might be a blessing to you and a blessing to us. Cost savings is about $18,000 to the annual budget if we don't hire lawn services out, and it gives you an opportunity to use gifts and talents that you might have to serve God. Maybe you like to read. Well, Often in my sermons, I refer to books that I haven't read the whole thing, but they're great quotes that really help speak to where God's speaking to us in that way. I've got a library full of books I've never read, but maybe you'd like to read. Well, we can be partners here. You can do some advanced reading and share with me what you hear that author saying, and together we can write messages that would speak God's word. pheller at cccgo.com if you're looking for a chance to engage, right? You know, there are many ways to engage here at Crossroads. We just formed a youth ministry team that's helping provide guidance for where we're headed with youth ministry in the future. And this group of people are tasked, first of all, with hiring the next youth pastor and director. It's a group of lay leaders who are empowered to make this type of decision. Just one example 
of how we're trying to empower the people of Crossroads for the work that God's called us to. It's not, though, just about keeping the lights on here at one of our campuses, because Potter's Wheel needs adults who will mentor young kids. Community One needs skilled laborers or just willing hearts to come and help restore homes in our community. Our local partners need volunteers. Our global partners need prayer warriors. But your neighborhood needs people who love and offer hospitality. Your workplace needs salt and light. The community around us needs people who are living and loving like Jesus on mission with him. And I want to let you know, maybe even warn you, that the future of Crossroads is a picture of people who are engaged in the mission of God. Let me speak just a few minutes then to this third value of stewardship. Stewardship specifically was targeting a healthy range of the percentage of staff compensation and benefits in our annual budget so that we could allot more resources to the ministries and partners of Crossroads. For the past several years, the percentage of our annual budget dedicated to staff compensation and benefits has continued to increase. And while Crossroads was on a rapidly growing trajectory, both financially and numerically, this seemed manageable, but it also always concerned our eldership. Over the past two years, this percentage reached a place that was philosophically unhealthy. If you were asking me for some personal finance advice and to help create a budget, I would make sure that your personal expenses, your annual income, that there's no more than 30% of your annual income being dedicated to things such as housing or utilities. And so organizationally, it's not healthy to commit more than 50 or 55% of resources towards staff compensation or benefits. When we launched our 2020 budget, that percentage at Crossroads for that category was around 54%. Not too far uh, out of range, but after we adjusted our budget due to COVID-19 and adjusted giving, it swelled to 69%. Well, this is simply not manageable. It's not good practice. It's not good stewardship. So we look for better ways to manage this reality. And our reorganization does include adjustments of staffing level and compensation to land closer to a healthier place in our 2021 budget. It'll be 59%. It's not where we want to be, but it's moving in the right direction. We carefully, prayerfully, and thoughtfully created new roles. We combined some existing roles, and we want you to know that we eliminated other roles, all in an attempt to live out God's mission and these three values. As we start 2021, we'll have 10 less staff roles than when we began in 2020. That amounts to about $400,000. These changes and others are intentional shifts that reflect these values of alignment, empowerment, and stewardship. We feel clearly about where God is leading us and that he has great plans for you as an individual and collectively for us as his church. He's been faithful in the past. He's been faithful in this year and in this moment, and he'll be faithful as we move forward. We want to do everything we possibly can to live out this mission that he's given us, to live and to love like Jesus. And we'll give him all the glory for everything that he does as we move forward. But I want to challenge you with just some practical action steps that you could take to engage in this mission with us. And the first is this. I want to challenge you to pray. 
As I mentioned earlier, prayer is a conviction for us here at Crossroads, and I'm asking you to join it and join us and make it a priority. Prayer is, is essential to living as prayer is to this mission moving forward. And we would ask you to choose one day a week to fast and pray, first for your own personal spiritual journey, that your life would become more and more like living and loving like Jesus, but also joining us in praying for God's blessing, protection, and guidance on this church. What would that look like? Well, it might mean that you would forgo stopping by Starbucks on your way to work because God's blessing in your life and on this church is more important than your caffeine that one day a week. Maybe it's just not listening to the radio on the way to work and using that time to pray. Maybe it's giving up a meal during that day. Maybe it's just abstaining from any activity that you choose so that you can make God a higher priority in your life. It's a practical step we all can take. To guide you in the prayers for our church, we've provided this entire year prayer prompts, and that will continue. You can find those prayer prompts and other prayer resources at cccgo.com forward slash prayer. Right now, our current prayer prompts, there are five things we're praying specifically for. First of all is wisdom, that God would give us a picture of what the future of Crossroads looks like. We're asking God to bring unity. We're asking God to help us all work together, to lock arms together, to value every person we lock eyes with, and to do this work together. We're praying for deliverance. We're asking God to stop this pandemic, to cause the cases to keep in, not to keep increasing and to put an end to this pandemic. We're asking God to bring alignment, all of our energy and effort, pulling the sled in the same direction. And finally, we're asking God for empowerment, that every person would know they've been created, gifted, saved, and called to this mission. We ask you to join us in prayer. The second thing that you can do, we're going to actually do right this very moment. You know, for the past five years, we've had a database that helps us know how to connect with you. But more importantly, it's designed to help you engage in ministry and to help us help you do just that. It's called My Crossroads. It's only as helpful as the information is accurate. And so we thought this weekend might be a good time to push pause just for about two minutes and give you a chance right here on the spot to update that information. So before the timer starts, I'm going to ask you to pull out your phone. Go to your text app, wherever you like to text, and you can text the word update to 812-858-8668. We're going to give you two minutes to do this, and I think I'm not as fast as my daughters are in texting, but it's pretty possible to fill out the information. There's no hard answers, I promise. So if you're ready, text update 812-858-8668. Give it just a moment because it's going to have a couple hundred people all crashing it at one time. It worked last hour. It will work this hour. And then I'm going to give you two minutes with some entertaining music to do just that. Update my crossroads. Go. I'm sure there's a few of you that might not be finished yet. The good news is all the work you have done will stay right there until you make it home this afternoon. You're waiting for the Colts to play later. You can finish it up and send. Hopefully uh, the easiest question on there is the next to last question. And that is, what do you love to do? What, is, what are some gifts and passions and interests that you have? And what we believe is those aren't by accident. That God is giving those to you to help move his kingdom forward 
to see his mission come alive. And what we want to do is fan those into flame. We want to get behind you and cheer you on and help resource you as you move forward in living that out as you live and love like Jesus. And that link will be active. You can text update at any time in any way and uh, we'll be able to help you get that information updated. The last thing I want to challenge you with is just a simple word, but it, it, it's what God is calling all of us to and that's to engage. You know, one of the blessings of being part of a church like Crossroads is that there's many opportunities to connect and to engage in ministry. There's also a downside. A place like Crossroads is real easy to walk in here, spend a little bit, 50, 60, 70 minutes, and slip out without anybody knowing your name or having an opportunity to interact or engage you. And we don't want that to happen. We don't want Crossroads to be a place where people hide or are unknown. We want every person to be known and we want more importantly, every person to engage in what God is doing around here because that's why you were created. That's why you were saved. All of us are called and gifted to be part of what God's doing in the world around us and we wanna help you identify that. We wanna help you understand how that can come to life and to send you out here every week equipped and empowered to go change the world around us as we live and as we love like Jesus. Let us know where you sense God at work in your life, how you would like to join in the mission, and we'll do our best to encourage you as well as support you in this. You know, one of the buzzwords around 2020 and all this COVID pandemic has been a pivot. My youngest daughter said if she heard somebody say unprecedented one more time, she was going to go up and punch them in the mouth. Maybe you feel that way about the word pivot at your organization. But I just want to be clear to identify what will be different about Crossroads hopefully a year from now. And then in regards to some pivots we want to make. We want to pivot from, de we want to decentralize the leadership and decision making around here to empower every person to be part of God's mission. We want worship to not just be about what we do when we gather, but how we spend the other 167 hours a week. We want serving to not just be about volunteering at church, but to be joining God in his mission, wherever that might be. We want there to be a common approach to making disciples from birth through adults so that we're all moving in the same direction, living and loving like Jesus. And so parents are equipped to disciple their kids as the primary source of spiritual formation. And we want to shift from sitting and watching to engaging and investing and influencing everyone around us. Since moving here about 18 months ago, a billboard in Newburgh has caught my attention. It was actually provided by our friends at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church in Newburgh. Look what it says. Just reminds all of us who follow Christ, we have a responsibility and that is to be the church. What does it look like to be the church? Well, it means that we feed the hungry. We give drink to the thirsty. We shelter the homeless. We visit the sick. We visit the prisoners. We love God. We love our neighbor. We love life. And friends here at Crossroads, I think that billboard stands as a strong beckoning for all of us to be the church. And the best way we can be the church, we think, is to live and to love like Jesus. We have spent the past year talking about it. And this year, we're going to go and live it. And I hope you'll join me.